Welcome to What's Good Under the Hood. Gotta get off my phone. Welcome to another edition of What's Good Under the Hood with Rob Sanders of Fox Sports Radio 1400 and our friend Greg Hood, owner of Mazda of Columbia. What's good under the hood? I, you know where's, what? I, where's we should coffee, Andy. Excuse we me? should take Andy's phone and right just here. read some of the texts that uh, that Andy has in his phone. I bet those Hold are on. great. Hold on. No, no, don't, don't, don't sanitize. I'm just gonna it. go, and I'm gonna go with a random text. All right, random you text. To, you, have to, you have to put your. Uh, yep still coming down netflix recents stay close the unforgivable and the railway man the last bit is hard to understand in the beginning but gets better and i replied to my big brother lee woods i've got stay close in my watch list the other two i'll definitely explore thank you and now go away okay is that is that the newest post that you had you you see you oh you sent him something no rob sanders (laughs) No, I can't read either one of these. <laughs> I can't even read the last three. No. Oh, well, one of them was, uh, Dude, we, we aired some dirty laundry, I, I guess, am, in theory. I am scrolling all the way up my text with you, <laughs> and I can't read any of them. I did. Here's one. Bought lots of bread and milk today, and of course, some cheese and pancake mix. I texted you, and I still can't read what you said back to that. <laughs> yeah, that would be big trouble if yeah, I was to read we, any we of those. No. Anyway, but no. Well, we are going to talk about words <laughs> you can talk about today, right? Pancake mix. Pancake mix. Yeah, that's the one we can talk about. Pancake. Pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, okay, what was the uh, Fargo? We were talking about Fargo the movie. Remember when they were driving down the two guys that, that went in and kidnapped the car dealer's wife? Yeah. And the, the foreign fellow that sitting over there smoking cigarettes in the passenger seat of the car, he said, where's Pancake's house? Want pancakes? Remember this Fargo? I don't remember. I that. It's been a long time since I watched Fargo, but I like that movie. Yeah, it's a great good. movie. Anyway, what was it? We we said Pulp Fiction, Fargo, and what was the other movie we were talking about? What was the third one? That we and it, you, it was the one you mentioned first. Oh God, I don't remember. No, I went to Fargo first. No, you didn't. That was the last one you mentioned. Saturday Night Fever. No, no. I do love remember when in Saturday Night Fever <laughs> they know, were all at the table and Travolta was sitting there and he come down from doing his fixing his hair because he was going out to go and party and he and his dad reached over and popped him on the head. He hit my hair. I remember that. That he was hit my hair. That was the best line of the whole freaking movie. You know, we're talking about movies and maybe we'll get into this eventually. But uh, what is the absolute best car movie? Because like I'll I'll watch you, movies that have you, cars in them. Herbie. No, no, used cars. Herbie. Used cars is definitely up used there. cars. Yeah, used cars is, is the uh, is the right one. We should we should literally because sit you, down if and you watch remember that. if you remember that is a great one. If you remember, I, it was was it Kurt Russell? Kurt yeah. Russell. Yeah, he had. I think it was him that was out in the parking lot with the uh, fishing line with the hundred dollar bill or whatever it was. <laughs> and he throws it across the street so the guy at the other car lot follows it across to come over to buy a car. Mm. Ah, that was terrific. Um, and I also I also there was a a movie that I liked that had a car dealer in it and it was called breaking away. Right. And when he had to give a refund, he went into a uh, heart attack, have a heart attack refund. And he ends up in the hospital. And- Elizabeth is the big one. <laughs> Elizabeth. <laughs> I had to bring in the Sanford well, son. Mess. Do, 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 do. All right. <laughs> but so, no, so. I mean, I, 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 we should, we should definitely talk about that as far as great car movies, because there are some, definitely some good ones out there. Let me get into that. Like what else? Well, and the, well, the other one was the one they just made the, uh, Ford versus Ferrari or whatever it was. I like that one, but you know, I, I like gone in 60 seconds. I like yeah, the fact they're good. going and yeah. stealing all the cars Isn't and everything that Nicholas else. Cage? Nicholas Cage, yeah. Angelina Jolie, 
And Tucker, yeah. Tucker was a pretty good car movie. Yeah, I, I like Tucker too. So yeah, that, but anyway, I don't know. I, 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 I find think there myself was, there that, was one called Suckers also. Oof. That was a rough one, but it was kind of funny, you know, when you're in the car business. Anyway, anyway, um, right. you are in the car business, and you can see the Mazda sign right up next to your head, Mazda of Columbia. Oh, hold on, look at that. Point one more to the mention of this. There, it's over there. I'm pointing that way. <clears throat> Is it that way? No, it's one of these ways. Now look at that. It's right next to his head. <laughs> don't poke the sign too hard; it might hit you back. We yeah, don't want don't that. that. All right. So from Car Buzz, uh, we I was looking through some of this stuff, and they were talking about cliches in the in the car industry, and I thought this was kind of interesting. I thought we'd throw a couple of these out and uh, and get Craig's opinion on them, and Andy too, because Andy's on the radio, and lots and lots of people listen to Andy on WCOS, and uh, they seven love people, yeah, all of them. But anyway, these are some cliches. One hundred point one, the beat. Who doesn't listen to Miss Mo? <laughs> I right. listen to Miss Mo. Uh, anyway, these are cliches that they say don't hold up. I'm going to give you a couple of them. All right, here we go. Number one, Miata is always the answer. It is when they're talking about an inexpensive sports car. <clears throat> so Miata has a lot of things going for it. One of it, you know, the power weight to rate weight ratio is very good. Um, the technology is extremely proven. They're a bulletproof car. If you want to go out and do SCCA racing, they're a perfect car for it. You don't have to invest a million dollars in one to go out and have an incredible amount of fun. So if you want to go out and flog a car that doesn't cost you, you know, because I'm not going to go buy a $150,000 911 and go track it. Now, there's guys that do, and I, I, for the life of me, can't figure out how you can have that much money to go out and beat up a car on a racetrack uh, just for fun. But Corvettes and and Porsches and Lamborghinis go out and thrash them on a, on a track. A Mazda Miata is perfect. We have a, a Rob and I have a friend in common who will drive nothing but Mazda Miata. She's had two, the same color, the same ragtop. <clears throat> I sold them when they first came out. Yeah. So when, I mean, the very, very beginning. And that, it really was the Japanese MG. It right. Was a, it was a great little sports car. They weren't particularly fast. They handled pretty well. They stopped pretty good. They had a little nice little note coming out of the exhaust. So, yeah, Miata is always the answer, whether you like it or not, Rob. Well, I just I think I can pick up the back of a Miata. Well, you so. can pick it up, but it still doesn't make it a bad car. So, okay. yeah, there, when it comes to that kind of. So kind of, that cliche needs to stay. In it, theory. it does, because there we go. that car isn't going anywhere. We still okay. sell them pretty well. Uh, now, this one, I, I have to hit you with this one because I kind of be I kind of think this is something that may be going by the wayside because no one really knows how to drive these anymore. The new drivers. I should say, uh, real enthusiasts drive manual transmissions. Yes. And I, I mean, I got to tell you something. So that's, I was having a conversation with, uh, I think it was my, my brother, Tom, and we were talking about, um, if you're going to go out and buy a new Carrera, would you go for one that you have to row it or go for one with the, you know, uh, what do they call them? PDK or whatever, whatever their automatic is. And even though, the automatic transmissions and all these cars with their little paddle shifters and their twin clutch uh, automatics are faster. I mean, they're quicker, they're fun, but you know, the thing automatically matches the revs for you when you downshift and it sounds cool. And it, right. it makes you sound from the outside. Like you really know what you're doing in yeah, there. But you don't feel it though. Not when you it's shift not it the yourself. Same thing. I love driving a manual transmission. I do too. Absolutely. I'm a manual guy. And so if I went out to buy a Porsche, I would probably buy a manual. Andy, are you a manual guy, or do you just want it automatically done for you? Automatically, exactly. I put it. I put mine can in sports even, mode. Can you even drive in a Honda? <clears throat> yeah. There is no sports mode. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it just says sport. It's not sporty. <laughs> it's sport. uh, no, but Andy, can can you drive a manual? Oh yeah, 
dude, I'm 56 years old. That's that all we mean, had. That doesn't mean anything. That's what I learned on. I learned on I, I international. Think, I what thought was, you were 86. What was the international? Um, God, I can't remember. Uh, the pickup or the? It was like the SUV, but it wasn't an SUV. International? Scout. Oh, remember okay. International yeah. Scout? Yeah. I learned to drive on an airport runway, as a matter of fact, in an international scout. How the you hell need, did you manage that? You need a little extra room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to, I need a wide berth. To land it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see I could see Dr. Woods saying uh, this Andrew kid we're gonna have to go and reserve an airport lane for no him. we had a so, we had a, a VW bug too a 1969 VW bug that was of course standard shift so what's a great point though is is that when I hire people um, a lot of them don't know how to drive a stick shift oh wow and um, you know we'll teach them but you know I I do about half the Miatas we sell are manual and I'm actually a pretty good seller of me out in this market. Is it a no-go for you to hire a service guy that can't drive a manual? Because for me, I don't own a car dealership, but if you're going to be in here servicing cars, you better be able to drive a manual. I've never encountered one that didn't. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm so just saying. people are usually car people. Well, they're a gear, gearhead, yeah. And yeah. Then, so all that I'm stuff just, goes I don't think I can hire a guy that would be like, oh, I can, I can service cars, but I can't drive a manual. Get the hell out no, of here. No, you can train them. It's not I mean, that tough. Would you, would you take them to the airport like Andy? <laughs> <laughs> I'd take Andy to the airport. Andy, and who's calling you? Tell Sarah, him we're doing something. It's my record rep. Hold on a second. Sarah, don't say anything stupid. We're on a podcast. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> this I is, better keep my mouth shut. Yeah, exactly. Better. Hi, yeah. Sarah. Sarah is is my rep for Big Loud Records, who has Chris Lane and uh, and Morgan Wallen. I need tickets oh, yeah? for my yeah. daughter. <laughs> Let me Please. Your, you're on speakerphone. Anyway. I just I already did, and I got that big zero. I, I got to be honest with you; I was so disappointed. They're asking for Morgan Wallen tickets. Yeah, but you know, you know the answer to that one immediately. No, Sarah? no, no, Sarah. I spend a lot of money here. That that is the important part. I mean, I even have trouble getting Morgan Wallen tickets. Well, Sarah, so, uh, my daughters are going with you. Not buying that, Sarah. Not nope. buying that. I'm going with her, but and they're I, not. They're not for my for me though. That's the important part. I'm giving. I like oh, Morgan yeah. Walton, but but they're going. Yeah. My daughters want them. Right. Is that all you needed today? You just wanted to hear my voice, Sarah, or did you have business okay. to take care of? I missed your voice. I right. just wanted to cover a few top level things, but I can talk another time. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that because yeah. we're talking other stuff. Anyway, bye, Sarah. Okay. Morgan Wallen tickets. I'll get you back up later this week. I look forward to it. Morgan. Bye, Sarah. Okay, talk to you later. Bye, Sarah. Nice yeah, talking bye. to you. Bye. Bye. Hey, she better hook he, me he's, up. I tell you what, that's a ticket Andy, right there. Andy is such a Andy's such a nice guy. All these all these folks call him and all that. And that's the third it. call that I've gotten while we're doing this podcast. I didn't answer the first two. Yeah. Well, I thought that was worth taking because if I can get Morgan Wallace tickets, I'm pretty <laughs> well, happy. We you may have just walked into Morgan Wallace. Well, tickets. I don't you know. Gotta, you got to go back and hit her up. We, we didn't know, but uh, you know, Andy did mention she works with Big Loud Records, so we've mentioned their record label twice, which means that. Greg should get some tickets. Get on, get on the Thank ball you. there, Big Is Loud that Records. What that means. That's exactly, That's exactly what Send that means. The podcast. <laughs> exactly. Now well, people are going to watch the show and Google Big Loud Records no, and whatever artist they all have. We're gonna do, they're going to go there. Rob, all we're going to do for the rest of the podcast is say Big Loud Records, just so exactly. And Morgan how many Wallen times do we have to say it to get Greg's <laughs> daughter into that concert? Daughters. Wait a daughters minute. Plural. I just got to text. You should talk about our. Hold on a second. You should talk about our. Our boy Keith Smith oh, and yeah. Flower Shop. I love Keith Smith. Keith, Keith Smith. Smith. I don't know who he is, but I love I, him. I, yeah, we absolutely love him. Keith Smith, send your Morgan Wallen tickets because I'm sure that you have some to yes. Greg Hood. Yes. Or I tell you what, if you uh, you can just send it to me on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. I'll make sure he gets them. Thank and tell you. Sarah when she comes to town, she can drive a Mazda and have a, she'll have a free car to drive around for a day. And hold on a second. Yeah. 
And Greg said he would give you a free Mazda also. Oh, my God. Period. Oh God. All right, let's move along. All right. You're running me right in the poorhouse. Anyway, so, yeah. Yeah, but see, Greg, that's something you could you could use with the daughters. Do you realize that I had to give a car to get yes. you tickets to this concert? I have two daughters. Rob, I've, given, I've given much more than a car. So Well, I've got – my daughter just turned 14 the other day. and yeah, I, You're, I, just, it's you're pain. just warming up. So. Pain. All right. All right, so some of the other cliches that uh, – they say need to uh, be put away. And we've kind of talked about this before, but the cliche is imports are bad. Well, they're no longer imports. They're all kind of a mishmash blend. So this one could go away. Uh, but yeah, you know what? Everybody's making a great car. And I think people are passing it. You can still go up into Detroit and uh, predominantly are American cars driving around. It's a weird kind of feeling that. You know, when I went up, when I went up and visited my family in Indiana a couple, I don't know, two, three years ago. We uh, I took my I took my Honda up there and people looked at me like I like beat their dog. Or but, something. but the one thing and I think we talked about it before, but the thing that makes it um, almost impossible for those people up there to buy anything else. If you work for Chrysler or you work for GM, the employee lease program you'll get on their car, you'll get a two year lease on one of those cars. You drive a brand new Ram pickup for about 220 bucks a month. I mean, really? Oh, yeah. Holy if crap. you work for them. Yeah. And so the volume, you'd be, why would you go buy something else? I mean, yeah. if you can drive a $50,000 pickup for 200 bucks a month, you drive a $50,000 pickup and get another one in two years. So that's the way that works. Hell, I don't even get free CDs here anymore. They can have nobody of a deal. They don't even make CDs anymore, do you? I, I don't get free Morgan Wallen <laughs> tickets anymore. It yeah, fair enough really on disappointing. that. I'm, I'm disappointed in Andy on this. This Andy, is all what Andy's is, fault. What is because your radio I, station again? Yeah, what is the station we should blame for this? I don't know. W-N-O-S? Is that <laughs> N-O-N? He, he works for Winock. Yeah. I do not. Oh. I work for W-C-O-S. No, it's N-O. 97.5 on your FM dial. W, no. can I get Morgan Wallen tickets at W-N-O-S? <laughs> you get no knows. All right, next All right. next cliche that uh, they say needs to go away: buying new cars is a waste of money. You know that's kind of a. I guess it no, and yes. I mean, so well, make up your mind, Greg. I'm going to give you both sides. All right, fair I, enough. I, I'm going to give you both sides. It you know if if you're somebody that doesn't want to contend with something going wrong with your car. And that has a value to you or you, or a new model comes out that you like, or it suits you well that you, we waste money on, you go to Starbucks and you spend six bucks now and they're not even open half the time. And so, you know, we spend money on things that we waste money on all the time. If, if buying a new car was just transportation, there wouldn't be a whole bunch of different models. We all be driving around in a Yugo <laughs> that is dirt cheap. And uh, it would be the end of it. But so to me, yeah, I mean, they're a depreciating asset. A car is, except for the last couple of months, but for the most part, cars are a depreciating asset. So if you're going to buy a new car, it's going to depreciate more than a used car. But the used car will still depreciate, but it may have an issue down the road that counterbalances the money you save by not buying a new car. So I say this to you, um, for example, I'll use an example, a BMW. Uh, BMW, when you buy a new BMW, all your service and maintenance is included for the warranty period. So you go into the dealership, you pay way a lot of money for the car. You go into the dealership, you stick your key in the little thing. They say it needs this. They do that. They send you on your way. But when the little light on the dash comes on, 
beware because after the warranty's up, the rest of the lights are coming on. It forms a little Christmas tree and it gets <clears> awful <throat> expensive. Yeah. And Christmas, so, ugh. so in me, I always thought that leasing a BMW because I love the car. I like the way they drive. I thought that was a great way to do it. You didn't have any risk in it. So, you know what your, uh, if you especially if you lease but you're getting a new vehicle you're protected kind of at the end of it of and you can calculate how much money you're probably gonna uh lose on it because your depreciation is calculated in that payment well our final cliche this is from car buzz it says you could just buy a used blank instead and uh, it says this is an inevitable internet comment made when a new expensive car comes out most common car used as an example we remember is you could just buy a used Nissan Nissan GTR instead. So the idea is you could just buy a used one and get essentially the same thing. It, well, somebody else is <clears throat> maybe not taking care of it. Somebody else is uh, driven it really, really hard and right. put it away wet. So it's not uh, not something you might want to take that risk on. There's a lot of cars I wouldn't buy used because I didn't want somebody else's <clears throat> you know fingers on them. Um, messing up. By the way, speaking of, of people buying cars used, uh, my buddy Todd Rosenthal down at Naples Motorsports was on Mecham Auctions the other night, and he bought a $1.9 million, I think it's called a Pagani, and what a bad to the bone vehicle that was. Sounds Italian. Sounds like, oh, I mean, it's fast. I'll yeah. tell you that. Anyway, boy says it sounds like a sandwich. <laughs> $1.9 million for a oh 2000, I think it's a 2016 or something or 17. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so you could go buy a whole bunch of GTRs for that, I suppose. But you did, you, there was a question you were going to ask me and it was about horse, but cubic inches, wasn't it? Yeah. What happened to that one? No, oh, I forgot. Hold on. I've got it. I've got it. No, uh, you, that was the urban legend about. Oh Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, you're talking about the correct wheel drive? Is that what we're talking about? No, we were talking about, you know, looking at muscle cars where it said the cubic inches are. The, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How was the phrase? What's the first one? What's the cliche? Uh, displacement. Yeah. Was the displacement one? Correct. Yeah. Well, how do they, they phrase that? Hold on, I got it right here. It's uh, there's no replacement for, for displacement. displacement. That's, That's right. it. And I would answer that. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, they're making cars now. Uh, Ford's making the EcoBoost uh, in the pickups and or in everything they make, and like the 3.5 liter, 3.5, 3.6, whatever liter uh, Ford V6 is turbocharged, and it's making I don't know 400 horsepower. I still like the sound of a V8, and also when you get you're talking about torque generally with displacement, you can deliver a lot more low end grunt in a car. So you know a Hellcat is what 6.2 liter Hemi with the supercharger mm -hmm. on it. Um, that's a big motor. And, and you know, like my Harley, it's a 131 cubic inch. I bought it new and it was 114. So uh, it's bigger now and it, and it runs a lot harder than it did before. So I'm a, I'm a believer that that cl cliche is still real, even though uh, the market's going away from that. And part of the reason for that, uh, even though they're making really clean running motors uh, that are big and high horsepower, it's all the cafe ratings they're trying to meet. You know, the government's the one that's clamping down on them that keeps them from going that way. So they're making a lot more powerful small motors. So does that yeah. answer the question? That does. I'm, but I'm all about displacement. I like it. I like to displace things. Yeah. No, that's misplaced. misplaced. Oh, misplaced. Not bad. I have a right. question for you. It has nothing to do with cliches. Colder weather is here. Do you need that? Because back in the day when you had carburetors and everything in your engine, you want to crank your car up early in the morning, let it run to warm up so the oil went everywhere. Do you still have to do that? Not so much. Not really? 
Now they're pretty much, I mean, if you were in really cold weather, I would suggest you let it run a minute at least or yeah. so before you threw it in gear, but, um, to get something moving in there, but no, you know, they're everything in the computers is all compensating for, uh, the cold. So they'll automatically make them run them richer. So they run right. And then as, as they warm up, they start okay. running different. So, I mean, you can tell when a car starts, it'll idle up a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, would I, in a really cold weather, where I slam it in gear? No, but you know, I try not to do that anyway. I try and let them breathe just a little bit before I leave. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Not at all. Nope. I think we're out of time. I think we are. Getting nope. there. <laughs> we're out of but cliches. It, but it was fun. It was. Greg Hood, owner, operator, and all around good dude from Mazda of Columbia. And you have cars on your lot now. I understand. They're arriving today. And the good news is today, seriously, I just got yep. a text that they were coming in, but we've got about 90. Uh, coming in the pipeline which is great because we were we ran about half the month with two on the showroom floor that's pretty uh, sweet yeah we had a little kind of rotation of cars coming through but we averaged two three a day sitting there and it's kind of tough to give people a real selection but we're going to load the ones that are inbound which should be coming in february we'll load them on the in, uh, internet so people can see what's coming and if they want one, they can throw a couple bucks on it and have it ready for them when they're when they're when it gets here. By the way, uh, the Mazda of Columbia website is really cool because I was, I was going. I'm sorry, Andy. No, no, go. Look, we, we think alike sometimes, sure. but no. When you go to the Mazda of Columbia website, you can look at every car that I would say every car that's there. But I mean, you've got a good list of your your cars that are there, and you can the pictures you guys have. I mean, pretty much see the whole car. I, I kind of like that because I have, a, I have a really good picture guy. And, yeah. and that does make a difference. You know, I was popping off last week about Carvana. Right. And what did I say? I said, they take really good pictures. Yeah. And and because we eat with our eyes. And if you have a guy that's really representing the car, sometimes I'll look at a picture and go, ooh, a detailer missed that. You know, that dust that's on the top of the, over the steering wheel, you know, there's that kind of mound there. Right. And uh, it, they're so detailed. They're so good. You can see it. But I think that's the true representation of what you're selling. I, I just, but when I was just looking at, I ended up, Spending 20, 20, 25 minutes just looking at, oh, I like that one. We'd and rather that have one and you that spend one. your money. I understand that, but get on it's, down. it's a seed type thing. You right. just, okay. oh, I planted the seed of I went and I looked at that one. And then, oh, well, since I looked at that one, maybe I'll go and look at it at the dealership. So, Andy, I'm going to put him in my follow up. So, I'll make sure I'm <laughs> yeah, make sure you give him a call. <laughs> you, you better call me. I don't want to hear from one of those guys in there. I want, I want to hear just from you. Hey, I have, great, works. I have great guys. On of course. So they're all good. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, and following and sharing the show to what's good. Please do. Please do. Thanks for watching and listening to that.